What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Athletes Lounge. And today, I have another special guest with me. I have Cameron. Cameron, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name's Cameron. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, dope. So I just asked Cameron just to get on here, just a little different variety, because I'm not too familiar with volleyball. My sister played, but I'm not really, you know, familiar. So I definitely want to learn more about it and her story and things like that. Um, but before we get into it, I have a couple of just little rapid fire questions just to get to know you a little bit better. Sweet. So whatever just comes to your head, we'll just get to it. All right, oh gosh, so, be careful. <laughs> so the first one is pancakes or waffles? For sure, waffles. And then your favorite artist? Ooh, okay. Currently, Noah Kahan. Okay. Yeah. That's been a lot or of surfaces. Favorite. Okay. That's I go between the two. Yeah, yeah, that's been a lot of people's favorite. And then if you didn't play volleyball, what sport would you play? Oh, somebody asked me this like not too long ago. First thing that comes to my head, I've been um, wanting to be a thrower. Oh. Um, throw okay. the jab. Throw the but jab. like if I could be really good at another sport, mm-hmm. oh, I, I guess I would say track. Okay. That's different. That's interesting. And then your favorite food to eat? Oh, sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. Yes. You ever had sweet potato pie? No. You uh, I'm telling you. No, but sweet potato fries, killer. Never had that, actually. They are fire. Right, legit? Okay. Yes. I'm have to try that out. But um, like I said, I just appreciate you coming on here and things like that. Um, So we'll just get straight into it. So we'll just talk about just the childhood a little bit, bring back to the past. Like, how did you first start playing volleyball, and, like, how did that look like for you? It's really funny, actually. Um, So first, to start off, I did not always play volleyball. Mm-hmm. I was a dancer, ice skater when I was little, Mm -hmm. um, was not into like the super sports scene. Mm -hmm. Um, and my family, we moved to Oklahoma for my dad's job. And my mom was like, you know, I just like really could like use some community, like just looking for people to meet. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, I kind of like reaped the the benefits of that, I Mm -hmm. guess in the end. But she was like, you're going to play volleyball. And so she signed me up for like a YMCA little volleyball team. We played with these like massive volleyballs that were like beach balls basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And with like underhand serve from like the 10 foot line, there's a picture that like I have on my phone and it's just so funny because, oh, how times have changed. But um, yeah, that's how I got started. My mom just like signed me up for the YMCA and um, somehow I ended up by the grace of God, just having, um, kind of an awesome coach. Yeah. Um, he was the regional director of volleyball for Oklahoma, which like, oh. I know I'm like That's first crazy. volleyball coach. I'm probably like seven, eight years old. Yeah. And, um, somehow I ended up with a legit coach and just worked with me on like simple, basic skills and was like, you need to go try out for club volleyball. Um, and so like the first round of tryouts went around and I didn't try out, um, just didn't work out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then finally I was like 10 years old and I tried out for our Oklahoma peak 11s team somehow again, by the grace of God made the ones team. Yeah. And, um, it's funny now because I'm like still really good friends with the girls that were on that team, mm-hmm. um, ever since we were little, but I'll like talk to my coach from then. And she's like, yeah, basically the only reason you made that team is because you could get your overhand serve, like, over the net. <laughs> I was like, well, all right, cool. But, Dang. Okay. yeah, so and the rest is history. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the, the regional director to be your coach, you said? Yes. That's crazy as your I first know. coach. Um, So just going off of that, like, it's going into high school and stuff like that. Like, how did that recruiting, like, because I know 
you weren't originally first at Liberty, you were at Lipscomb, correct? Correct. Um, so just talk about like how you got recruited there, like how that recruitment was like, and then what made you make the switch to Liberty? Okay, my recruiting process was unique mm-hmm. um, for sure. In high school, I started getting looks when I was a freshman in high school, which mm-hmm. is like a huge deal. Right. Um, my like first letter I can remember in the mail came in. It was from the University of Washington, which is like, that's a huge deal. Right. Um, and so through high school, I would get like these emails and letters and stuff and um, not to like hype myself up or anything, mm-hmm. but um, I didn't realize the capacity that that held and like how big of a deal that actually was. Um, and so I started just like getting really serious about like, okay, like what do I want in a school? What's something that I desire in a school? And um, all the way through high school, I had always said like, I want to play at the biggest, like most competitive power five school. Like mm, wasn't right. even thinking about any kind of mid-major, like that wasn't really right. in my head. Mm-hmm. And um, I started to like narrow down my options, went on visits, did the whole thing. And I went on a visit to my official visits. I went on a visit to Lipscomb mm-hmm. um, in Nashville, went on a visit to University of Pittsburgh, and then Liberty. Those were my like three major like official visits. Uh-huh. And um, at first I chose Lipscomb, obviously. Um, I just like really desired um, like playing at a competitive level, but also mm-hmm. being able to like expand my relationship with Jesus. Right. And it was awesome for the time being, but last, I guess it was the spring of 2021, mm-hmm. my sophomore year of uh, college, mm-hmm. um, I just felt just some wrestling in my spirit and mm-hmm. wasn't really sure what that was. My joy and like love for the game was kind of dwindling and it was really hard to like go to practice and like love playing volleyball. Mm-hmm. And so I just, with a lot, lot of prayer and conversations with um, people that I love and trust Mm -hmm. and um, everything, I just decided that, okay, like, this is the Lord telling me, like, it's time for something new. Mm -hmm. And it was really insane the way that he just showed up. Um, And so I entered the portal that spring and um, immediately just, like, was, like, felt this like overwhelming piece of like, okay, like this is surrendered. Like God's got it now. Like my time here is up, but like, I know, and I'm expectant for whatever's to come. Mm -hmm. And so literally immediately as I went in the portal, coach Trevor, which is our head coach here at Liberty, Mm -hmm. um, sent me a video and I don't even remember what he said, but I just like saw his name pop up and I was like, Oh my gosh. Also little sidetrack. Um, my best friend, Delaney uh-huh. Dilfer, she's our setter here, um, or at least was this last year. She's done now. It's sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but she had transferred here um, like that spring. So she was already here. Okay. Um, and we were roommates at Lipscomb and everything. And that had like nothing to do with my decision mm-hmm. in coming here. Um, but it was an added bonus of like, right. okay, like what is this program actually like? Like, what are what's the team culture like? Like what what's the dynamic in practice? Like all of the questions that mm-hmm. you would have and could be kind of blindsided when choosing a new place to go because I'd already been to, through the rec- recruiting process once, 
Um, and so I kind of had an idea of like the questions to ask, like mm-hmm. what to really look for, because mm-hmm. it's super easy to be told one thing and then sold something else. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, talked to her and was like, OK, like I want to go on another visit because I had been here and we had played against Liberty. We were in the same conference, right. like rivals, uh-huh. which probably not the best look, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, came on a visit here. Mm-hmm. And really, like, the selling factor for me in choosing Liberty was, A, the coaches Mm -hmm. who are fantastic. And it's not even that um, the volleyball is, like, it's great. It's good volleyball. It's Mm -hmm. great volleyball. However, like, that wasn't, for me, what was important. Right. Um, At this point, it was, like, how can I be invested in as a person and in my relationship with Jesus? And how can I use volleyball as Mm – a platform and like a vessel ultimately to glorify Jesus. And it was so evident in choosing Liberty that like everything that we do here is, is based on and is founded in Jesus and is like, he is our foundation and like everything that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, that was a huge deal. And then also we went to campus community on my official official visit. Yeah. And for the listeners, um, campus community is basically like it's kind of like a it's an optional gathering, yeah. I guess, of yeah, like yeah, yeah. almost like a like a Wednesday night church service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like youth group, but like bigger. Bigger and better. Um, it's amazing. And like everyone who goes there chooses to be there. And it is just like you will not experience anything like it anywhere else except for maybe at like a conference. But mm-hmm. this is like a regular thing for us here. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I went to a campus community and was like, oh, my goodness. Like God's hand is all over this campus. And mm-hmm. like there is no denying it. Um, this is where I want to be. And so really in choosing Liberty, it had somewhat to do with the volleyball. Mm-hmm. But really it was how can I grow spiritually mentally physically and how can i become the best version of myself um and the best version for other people so yeah i mean that's to transfer from lipscomb to like liberty and like the rivals type of thing is like it's crazy right and it's like that must have been like a difficult process like just Mm -hmm. to you know like i like how you said like you were wrestling with your spirit like you just knew like you know god was telling you like your time was up at lipscomb and it was time to go somewhere else and to bring you here right is fantastic because it's such a it's really such a special place to be able to um, play a sport, but also get to, you know, grow in your faith with the Lord. So just talk a little bit about, like, how important, like, you know, your faith and, like, volleyball go together, right? Because I know for, like, some people, like, it's, they can put their sport above God, right? And so just talk about, like, how, you know, God is above volleyball, obviously, but, like, how God uses volleyball to glorify him and, like, how you just, just have strong faith. Like, talk about that. Yeah, honestly, like, it's it's an ongoing process of... How can I constantly be renewing my thoughts? How can I constantly be um, putting Jesus above school, above Mm -hmm. volleyball, above all of those things? Mm -hmm. And while they're awesome and ultimately, like, you have to come to a realization for yourself, like, I am not just a volleyball player. Like, I'm not Cameron Backus, the volleyball player that goes to Liberty. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, Cameron Backus a daughter and a child of God first. Right. Um, and so I think just like constantly like reminding myself like, okay, like volleyball 
I've been given given this platform for a reason mm-hmm. and like not many people get the opportunity to play division one volleyball to be a collegiate athlete and we have a lot of people looking at us like mm-hmm. we're on all of the platforms like right. we have a social media presence we're on ESPN like all the things mm-hmm. and so like what an opportunity to be able to show Jesus through the joy of playing volleyball you know yeah um yeah so that's what I would okay. say yeah that's dope I mean because I've seen like I, I did a little bit of research and I saw like you have like a lot of accolades and like one of them like you were the Gatorade player of the year right so like let's just talk about like I wouldn't say in a sense just like you know you know you're a good volleyball player and there's a lot of things that you accomplish in your lifetime just talk about how like how you don't let that define you and like how you just continue to stay focused and, and driven right because I know like a lot of people have came on here and they talked about how you know they've done a lot of accolades and it took some them some time for them to realize like you know without those accolades like without Jesus I wouldn't be able to accomplish those accolades and stuff like that like so talk about like as an athlete how important it is to just like be thankful for those things but like make sure like God gets the glory and all of that like just talk about that to be completely transparent with you like mm-hmm. I don't ever think about those things oh, okay it's, really it's kind of crazy I guess mm-hmm. that I don't know those things have come along right but for me like it's never been about getting the award getting the accolade like mm-hmm. achieving 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 for mm-hmm. me like the best leaders are servants first and put other people before themselves. And so I think constantly, like, I don't want to say like taking a back seat because that's not really what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, But thinking of yourself less of like, how can I make make the people around me better? Mm -hmm. Um, And how can I challenge those around me? And so I think like, for me, that's the driving force of like, how can I make my teammates better on the volleyball court, but Mm -hmm. also off the volleyball court? Um, and I guess with that, like, it makes me a better player mm-hmm. um, along the way. And the accolades come, I guess, with that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really yeah. know. That's kind of a hard question. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. No, I got you. I understand. <laughs> yeah, no, no. That's actually good that, you know, that doesn't, it's not even, like, the first thing in your mind, right? Because I feel like, like, for some people, and even just regular people, like, when they accomplish something and they're just moving forward in life, that they kind of, like, almost hold on to that. And so for you to just be able to just, you know, Keep that in the back of your mind and keep the main thing the main thing. Like that's that's really good, right? Um, so you're a senior, right? As we talked about I am. and stuff like that. And so you have like a lot of experience and stuff like that. So what would you say, like, throughout your time as being an athlete, like what would you say is like the hardest thing about like being an athlete or like, you know, what's some of the struggles that you think like some athletes face today that you would say? Um, okay. Couple things. Mm-hmm. The first thing that comes to my mind, um, and is kind of like a pet peeve of mine. I, it really bothers me, like, how, like, a lot of athletes will, like, think of themselves as more than or on, like, this pedestal than people who are not. Mm -hmm. Um, And something that I, like, try to implement, like, my relationships with others and whatever is, like, literally, like, I don't want you to know that I'm an athlete. Like, mm-hmm. that's probably the last thing that I would, would want anybody to know about me is the fact that I am an athlete. Uh-huh. Um, however, it is such a cool, like, opportunity to be able to connect with others, like, through sport, mm-hmm. um, especially, like, younger people and, like, little kids and everything. It's so fun to, like, I don't know, see them, like, after games and stuff and yeah. then be like, oh, my gosh, like, how do you do this? And ask us questions and we can be like, like, keep working hard. Like, give them encouragement Mm -hmm. and everything is, like, super cool. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But yeah, I think that one thing that like a lot of athletes um, do struggle with is putting their identity in sport Mm -hmm. um, and like making that who they are. Mm -hmm. And um, for me, like there's so many other things that I'm passionate about other than just volleyball. When I'm on the volleyball court, I'm going to give you my 1000%. Like Uh there should not be a shadow of a doubt whether or not I'm going to give my 100%. Mm -hmm. Um, But I want to leave it at volleyball. And then outside of that, like, I am like super passionate about like business and entrepreneurship and fashion and like music, like all of these other things Mm -hmm. um, that make me who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, And also just about like sharing the gospel, talking to other people about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. And so I think that that's something that a lot of athletes struggle with um, is just like leaving their identity in their sport. And then when they get done with it, because sports like, Right. They have a start As and they an have an time. end. Right, for sure. Our God doesn't have a start or an end. And uh-huh. so, like, they put their identity in something that's going to end and then they're lost, you know? Yeah. Um, versus if you know who you are outside of sport, um, like, you you won't be shaken, mm-hmm. you know? So. Yeah. I really like how you said, like, when you're on the court, like, it's it's time. Like, you know, you're locked in and everything like that. But when it's off the court and it has nothing to do with volleyball, like, you're focused on, like, your other things and, like, I feel like that's important just for life and too, right? Like, if you know, we all have different main things going. Yours is volleyball. Somebody be like working on a business. Like, outside of that, not letting that consume the rest of your life, because like at the end of the day, like all that stuff will fade away. It's all about what you have with Jesus, right? So I really like that. Um, so with going with that in volleyball, like, how would you say like you deal with like you know, not everybody has the best game, right? Like, how do you deal with bad performances? Like, how do you do, do feel like feel deal with like difficult times like how would you say that because i know that's another side for athletes like a terrible performance can like mess up their whole day or a week like talk about like how you've gone through that and like what your process looks like yeah so mm, that's tough i first and foremost like as i've been saying like Mm -hmm. i have to remind myself like that's not what defines me like everyone's going to have a bad game. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to have a bad practice. Like it just is inevitable. It's going to happen. Right. Um, but I think like when those things do happen, like I can totally just like, I don't want to act like I'm perfect. Like I can totally get down. Like it can just like suck the life out of me and like right. ruin my day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think like you first have to like, one of my coaches used to tell us this and I really like this analogy he says like squash the ants um mm. and ants is like I think it stands for like automatic negative thoughts or something like that yeah. um some sort of like negative thoughts like when you see those or like feel one of those coming on or like think like some sort of negative thought you just like automatically like you recognize it mm-hmm. and you like stop it at the source and like uproot it um and then replace it with something that's truth-filled And so, um, yeah, I think after, like, a bad practice or whatever, like, I let it sit for a minute. I'm like, okay, that wasn't my greatest, but we have another opportunity tomorrow, and I'm going to do better. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, I really like that. I think it's it's also important, too, for, like, people to just, like, not kind of, like, ignore stuff like that, but just not, like, bask in it, but almost just, like, have a realization, like, it's happened. Like, this is done. Like, mm-hmm. I can't change how I played. I can't change how I did this. Like, let's move on. Let's and let's look how I can get better. Yeah. And let's just do better the next time. So I really like that. Um, so just to close it all off, um, lastly, like, 
if you could just like give any advice to just not only maybe like young volleyball players, just people out there, that's something that stuck with you. Like, what could you, what would you say that would like help them, that helped you to like where you get are now and like that's kept you going throughout this time? Like, what would you say? Yeah. Um, for me, I would just say, um, like really, really recognize the moment for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you only are going to be in this season for so long. Right. And it's such a blessing and such an opportunity to be able to, um, play a sport or whether it is like just like going to school, being in your studies, like being friends with the people that you're friends with, like being in college, like every, yeah. every season has a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just like taking advantage of it and working your butt off in it um, because it really, it really does pay off, like embrace the suck. Like it's going to yeah. suck at times, but also like that's, that's how we grow in our endurance and like, that's how that like we can begin to trust the Lord even more um, is through those hard times and through the waiting and um, and everything. So I would just say to just take advantage of every single moment and just enjoy it um, because it really does fly by really quickly yeah. as I'm approaching my fifth year. Like it's crazy looking back um, and just like seeing how far I've come and how much I've grown and matured and um so many different aspects of my life but um yeah just trust in the lord's goodness and um he'll continue to provide for you yeah perfect great words just to end it off and like like i said i just wanted to uh, say a big thank you for just coming on the podcast and just sharing your story and everything like that and thank you for everybody for listening and i'll catch y'all next time